And then had a boy. I wake up It used to be the other way around. Finally, a girl would come along and they would say, Oh, you had a girl. Nice. The girl has a lot of brothers. And the girl would be tough like the boys. Isn't that amazing? Now the boys are weak like the girls. Soft and. What happened? Yeah. Yeah. The girls were tough. Your sister came what? 20 minutes before I was born. Oh, your twin. Yeah. Uh, they want to put her back and bring you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, uh, I don't know. I think it's, uh, I think it's probably skipped a generation because both my grandfathers, maternal and paternal, they had girls first, but my dad had me first. So... I don't know if I'm going to have a girl first or, or I don't know. So I, I, I think About 30 seconds, Jesse. We really don't know what's going to happen, you know, what's going to happen. So. That is something else that we really think about it. What went wrong? It's the water, Jesse. What? It's the water. It's the water. That's an easy So your wife and baby doing fine? No. Okay. I was a teenager. All their, all their first kids were brothers. We are alive. Welcome to the fellowship. I'm Jesse Peterson. Um, you can get involved by going to our chat line on YouTube channel, and Hate will respond. Let me know what questions or comment you may have. And the reason we're late is because not just because I'm black, but that's the first reason. You're black, but it has some equipment problems, but so we decide to the audience, we don't have a mic for you. So when you speak, make sure you speak up. All right. Uh, we don't have a mic for you. So good morning, everybody. Good morning. Um, today, I want to talk about this subject about uh, all for the thrill of it. All for the thrill of it. What I realized that human beings in their fallen state love thrills. If they didn't have the thrills in life, they would feel like they don't exist. In their mind, they think they will not exist if they didn't have the thrills in life. Who would I be if I don't feel this way? Who would I be if I don't feel that way? They gotta have the thrills. I even know people who have come to the verge of overcoming thrills and it scared them and they ran back. Because it, 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 it like they couldn't identify with anything. And so they went back into hell just for the thrill. So what made me think about this is that not only counseling with people, but talking to people as I move about. I was at a, a business yesterday 
and uh, the uh, the person that owned the business was kind of edgy, like. I'm like, what's wrong? And like, oh, my my shoulders sore, feel stiff. I'm like, why? I'm like, oh, I think it's stress. It's due to stress. I was stressed out this week. They say. I'm like, and so I took a. They said they took a. Asthma and Tylenol or something to ease the pain so they feel better. And I just took a pill so it give me a temporary feeling. And I said, well, to him, to him, I said, well, if you get rid of the stress, you won't be feeling the pain. He's like, oh, no, I'm feeling better now. I'm feeling better now. And I asked, why are you feeling better? They said that, well, it's because of last week I didn't get many customers. Business was slow. And I didn't make a lot of money. And so I was like worried about that, stressed out about that. And, and, they, and then they said, well, I realize it's the economy. And I'm moving out of California. This economy is bad. And I'm like, but listen, and yes, the economy was bad, but you don't have to overreact to the economy. No matter where you go, you have to deal with something, right? And they're like, no, it's all right. I feel better. We got, I got more customers this week, so I feel better. And I realized that that person loved that thrill. The thrill of tripping out because he got no customers that week and business was slow and they stressed out. And then when business started to pick up, they felt a little better. So they loved that thrill of up and down feeling. And so the other, and then I was at the gym one day and a couple of friends were talking to one another and people kind of gathered around and was talking to each other. And when they split away, one started talking about the other one that left the pack. Anybody ever done that? You talk about the person as soon as they leave the group. <laughs> they, think they think their body look better, right? And, and, and what I saw happen was the ones that were left behind when the other person left, they joined forces with the one that started gossiping about the one that walked away. Nobody said, hey, don't do that. They were like, they, had, they got a thrill from it, from talking about this person that just walked away, that they were grinning up at, they pretend they liked them, they were praising them for them, how great they work out. And they turned on, and you could see the thrill in them about it. They got excited. They were feeling good about... Uh, talking about this person that just walked away. And I'm like, wow, that's so interesting. And I, and I realized that human beings love the thrill of life. No matter if it is a negative thrill or so-called positive thrill, because both are wrong. The, negative, the positive th thrill is evil, and the negative thrill is evil. But human beings love thrills. When you don't get a thrill in life in your fallen state, you think things are not happening. And people love to join forces with the thrill because most people are not able to stand alone to travel this journey by themselves. They're afraid to. They got to have some form of identity, not realizing that you're not going to get over this thing, evil, because it is evil, until you're willing to let go of the world. You must die in order to live. All of your little thrills and ideals and things must die. And one of the ways that they must die, because as I said before, the road to heaven is through hell. You got to go through hell. 
Ain't no way around it. You must go through the hell. And then you have people out there who love their hell. And, you know, uh, Christ said that a person with anger, anger is a murderer. And the only way that you can get murdered to be murdered is that you have to have anger too. So you are a murderer. So uh, a person with anger is a murderer. And the person that has anger over here is the murderer. So if someone attack you, you're going to react, react to it because you are a murderer too. That's why it's so easy to get murdered, to be murdered. And meaning that you're going to overreact in your emotions one way or another. You're going to join forces with the murderers one way or another because you are a murderer. That's why you got to overcome anger. I've heard so many stories about parents who are, especially mothers, who turn on their sons and daughters when they go and forgive. Mama will go and find other murderers who would agree with her to go and murder this one child that disagreed. And she'll build an army of murderers, angry people, murderers. And they'll turn against this nice little person to make mama satisfied and to make themselves feel satisfied, to feel holy and better than. If you notice, the worst people are the ones that treat each other bad, as though they are good. And they call it love. They'll make up excuses about it. And they'll make you, they'll try to act like what they're attacking you about is not as bad as them. What they're doing is not as bad. But that's what murderers do. You got to stop. You don't have to stop. You can live in your hell. But you got to stop loving emotions. You got to stop loving it. Feel good emotions are not good. Feel good emotions are not good. And bad feeling emotions are not good. You got to die from those things. And Christ said that we must overcome, overcome the world with good. You got to overcome the world with good. And when you overcome the world with good, you'll be able to go anywhere in the world and they can't touch you. Because once you die, ego life die, ain't nothing there to touch. But as long as you have your ego and you identify with feelings, then you can be hurt in the world. And there are people out there who are going to hurt you because they are hurt. And they love hurting you because it gives them a thrill. They actually get a thrill, especially when they see you overreacting to them. If you overreact to it, they're getting a thrill. In relationship, men and women, if, if the man doesn't overreact or the woman doesn't overreact, one will go after that one that is doing the attacking will go after you until they finally get a reaction. And once they get a reaction from you, they go, I can go to sleep now. <laughs> and now you sit there looking silly. Because you love the thrill of overreacting. They love the thrill of making you react. And you love the thrill of overreacting. Because if you didn't love the thrill of overreacting, they couldn't make you overreact. And they will go after you and go after you and go after you. Because if they can't get a thrill from you, they're going to have to go find somebody else to do it. Evil people love thrills. Have you all noticed that? And I want some feedback from you all about this. There was a nice guy called my show this week. And uh, well, last, well, 
just wait. And he was like, Jesse, and he, he's working on life somewhat, but he was like, Jesse, I want to, uh, how can I get my girlfriend to go and forgive? <laughs> Isn't that amazing? <laughs> and so I asked, well, uh, have you done it? He's like, yeah. Are you, I forgot totally how the conversation went, but are you at peace? No. Why not? Well, where I live, I can't really have peace. Something like that. Or the type of job I have, it won't bring me peace. It's not enough money. And so I finally asked, ask, are you doing this silent prayer? No. I'm like, what the? How are you going to help somebody if you're not even being helped yourself? That's a thrill. People love using what they have heard about the truth to tell others about it because they get a thrill from it because they think that these people see them as being wise. So they, it's like with the Bible, people pounce on you with the word, right? Same way we hear the truth about mother and sons and daughters' relationship. You go and pounce on somebody else about it, and you still have fear. You still have worry. You're not doing a silent prayer. You're not letting go. It's a thrill just to fool somebody and think that you're smart. You got to let go of thrills. And so I, so I asked this guy, I forgot his name, but it's not important. I asked him, what's the purpose of having a girlfriend? Well, she made me feel. Good. What? She made me feel good. She listened to me. <laughs> she, she made me feel whole. all these evil words that's covering up feeling good. Another outer source that's making you feel good. I'm here to tell you as a living witness that you can have perfect peace right now without the thrills. They won't know you have it, but you will know it. You'll be at peace because they'll still be looking for thrills. They'll think you're feeling what they're feeling, but you're not. Isn't that amazing? Because there will be no one there to get a thrill. The fate you will be gone. It will die. And the way to do that, what's that verse James asked you about? Uh, it's, it is uh, Romans 12, 21. What does it say? Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And the way you overcome evil with good. Anybody know already? Because I wanted to hear what you all think about this. The thrill of life. Who knows how to overcome evil with good? Let me see. Oh, okay. Let me, let me hear from you all just before I get into that. But this is so good, right? Yes. You can have an amazing life right, right now. It doesn't have to be after the meeting. It doesn't have to be years from now, even though a lot of people make it years from now because they're constantly roaming the earth for thrills. I got a new job. I feel good. Oh, by the way, this young man that I'm mentioning, um, what he doesn't realize, and hopefully he'll stay on, get back with the prayer and stay on track, life is not about thrills, and everything we're looking for is inside of us. It really, really is, I promise you, it's inside of us. And if you live from within, you're still going to be able to enjoy people, you'll have a life, 
but you won't get any identity from it because you won't need it. it you wouldn't even think of having it because there would be no crowd for it. The devil would not be crying out for that, so it could stay alive. And the world is evil. I would recommend that y'all get over this thing sooner rather than later. And I, I realize it's going to take some time because you're so identified with thrills. And the world pushed that all the time, right? But human being nature is getting worse. And they are murdering. And the murders are going to impose on you. They got to try to stay alive, so they're going to impose on you. You live with murderers. Anyone that has anger is a murderer. You won't be able to help it. It'll be the nature, the abnormal nature. You are not your thrills. You're not that. So, Raymond, you, I saw your hand first. How do you overcome evil with good? With patience to start with. With patience? Yes. Okay. You must be patient with yourself in order to uh, overcome evil. Okay. Yes, ma'am. I saw your hand, right? Yes. Okay. Um, for me, it's being present. Being in present? In my head, just being at present in that moment. Okay. Did you have your hand? No? Oh, okay. Yes. For me, it was by letting go and forgiving myself. Letting go. I just let go of everything. Everything. Okay. Nice. It worked for me. Seems nice. Did I see some hands here? And you say? Um, by, by not piggybacking off of what she said. Uh, Speak up a little bit. By piggybacking off of what she said, uh, not staying in your thoughts and, uh, and be here. Uh, and by doing uh, actions that, that, uh, that permeate that things are good. Like, in, like don't, don't, don't think ill things of other people. Don't, don't be uh, mean to people. Don't discourage people. Okay. Yeah. Yes, sir. I think just allowing, allowing it to happen. Allowing it to happen? Okay. Yes, ma'am. Um, I would say <clears throat> also letting go, letting go of everything. Letting go of thoughts, letting go of identities, and staying in the present. Okay. Did I see you here? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> what the? But, but, but I can answer. Okay. For me, it's um, knowing that I have still like a yearning for the Father. Just that yearning alone. Oh, okay. They can't hear, Jesse, just so you know. Oh, they can't hear? Oh, okay. So the young man said by being patient. Raymond said being patient. The young lady said by overcoming the thought stuff, right? Am I, right? Present. Being present. And you said the same thing pretty much, right? Yeah, not, not. Basically, don't throw stones. Don't throw stones. Okay. And you said? Allowing. Allowing it to happen. And you said the thoughts and all that. Letting go. Letting go. And you say? Knowing she has a yearning for the Father. And you say? So the question is, how do I overcome evil with good? Yes. By crushing evil into submission. And how do you do that? How do you crush if evil? If wrong, I got to take action. And what kind of action? Like if I see a woman being robbed of her purse, I'm going to knock that guy out. Boom. Just wait for the cops to come. What? No. Evil being done, you know? He said that if he saw a woman purse being taken, he going to knock that guy out, and that's dealing with evil. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> I mean, the cops aren't going to do it. I got to do it. 
Okay. <laughs> uh, let me tell you, I wouldn't do that out of you. I don't want to just leave you hanging. I wouldn't do that. You're not dealing with evil in that way. Well, the government's not dealing with it. Somebody's got to do it. Well, I wouldn't recommend that. Do what you want, of course. Yes, sir. Surrendering to each moment, being present, and not trying to control, right? Is that what you said, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, by not making it personal. Not making it personal. Because it's so easy to, when someone does something to you, to react with the same, like, oh, they're coming after me. Right. But by, by just not making it personal, you don't resent them for it also. You just see what's happening because... If you resent them, you're really resenting yourself. Yeah. Amazing. I, uh, she said by not reacting, not making it personal, don't resent them for when they do attack you like that because you're resenting yourself. You're hurting yourself. Right on. Yes. I was also going to say to be aware and face the evil within yourself. To face it within yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Prayer. It is so important to pray so that in being still, you will become more and more aware. It's amazing, too, how that would happen. But all of you are pretty much right in what you're saying. So I'm just adding to it. The way you get overcome evil with good is by overcoming thoughts. Overcome thoughts. These thoughts are evil. They keep you in hell. They lie to you. They give you false answers to things. They, they keep you in a cage, and you just go around in the cage making all wrong decisions. And you, it'll make you think you're making the right decision, but it's not. It'll talk to you and tell you, oh, that didn't work out. I want you to do this. Like the young man was saying on the show, find you a woman that you can talk to. That's how you make sense in logical way, but I understand in that cage, the devil makes you think that. All of the issues that you're having, number one, are not you. They are thoughts. They'll tell you one thing and another thing and another thing and another thing. And then when you believe them, you feel a certain way about it. And that's when the devil got you. If you can, you know, he talked about conquering you by just dealing with it. If you become serious and deal with this, you can be free from it. Do the silent prayer and watch those thoughts and stay present and just watch those thoughts and stay present and just watch those thoughts. And you'll be in and out of them because you're so accustomed to them thinking that it's you. And plus the devil is always talking to you. And then you're always overreacting in one form or another to the devil, giving him life. And you think that it is life. But it's just a thrill. The thrill is just a thrill. It's not life. The thrill of overreacting with fear. The thrill of somebody buying you something, you feel good. The thrill of thinking that you found Jesus or that you know Jesus, right? The thrill of speaking up in a meeting just to get attention. The thrill of people telling you how one. It's just a thrill. The thrill of being a boss or the thrill of running a business or the thrill of whatever. 
It's like with men when their children are being taken away from them in a courthouse and they have to go and fight. They already know they're going to lose. But the thrill of fighting for the child in their mind, right? Oh, you're fighting for your child. You love your child. You're fighting for it. And then they'll tell somebody, my wife took me to court and I'm down there fighting over getting my child. And the person said, right on, you love your child. That's a thrill. Because it ain't about the child at all, neither from the father or the mother. It's about the thrill that they get thinking that they're fighting for the child. Don't cut the baby in half. Let the baby go. (laughs) What's wrong with that? How come that's funny? Because it is funny. (laughs) <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Don't cut the baby in half. If the woman wants the baby, instead of wasting all your money, because that's all you're doing, you're going to end up paying child support, woman support, mental support. And, and mental support, and then you got to get a counsel for the baby that the court appoint and they charge you up the yang yang. And then you have nothing, and you still don't end up with the baby. Now you're feeling bad for yourself. Another thrill. And then you go and you cry to someone. Oh, I tried to get my child, and the court just didn't let me have him. I wasted all that money. And they're like, I understand, poor you. Poor, poor you. Another thrill, now you feel like a poor me. Isn't that right? That's the truth. It's nothing but the truth because it's hell, and every human being going through it. Because every human being must be born again. And you overcome evil with good by stop believing thoughts. And if someone can make you feel something with a thought, I mean with a word, be glad that they made you feel that way. Because that's the hell in you that you need to overcome. And once you overcome it, no matter what they say or do, they can't touch you. Because there's no one there to, to be touched. You can literally be free if you overcome thought. The thoughts lie to you. And they're constantly lying. And when you overcome them, you can go to bed at night thought-free and wake up the next morning thought-free. Your whole day start out perfectly. But if you're angry and you're not doing the silent prayer to overcome, you're angry, you're going to go to bed in thought and you're going to wake up in a nightmare. Because you're going to have all these horrible dreams. You're going to wake up feeling like, I didn't even rest well. Because the devil is already working on your mind. You are your world. You're your own world. I'm not your world. The world out there is not your world. You are your world. And it's up to you to decide how you're going to live in your world. Are you going to live looking for thrills? Or are you going to live free? with perfect peace. And I don't care what you've done in life, how many years ago it happened, how many times it happened, you are not being judged by God. He's not judging you because he understands it's the thrill maker that's inside of you that made and caused you to do what you've done. It wasn't you. It was never you. And Christ paid the price for us so we would not have to suffer from that. You're not wrong. It's not you. You listen to the spirit of evil. 
And evil is evil is evil. And when you see this clearly, you will never, ever, 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 but never, ever, ever again get angry at anyone. It would be impossible. Because you will see that they cannot see. You will just know it. And you could read, you, you'll be walking down the road and you could read somebody's mail and they don't know it. You'll see it right through them. People could be kind of calling you, right? And you'll see that that's what they're trying to do to you. But you won't resent them for it because you will understand what you had to overcome, what was driving you. And, and they can't help it. Forgive them, Father. They know not what they do. Isn't that amazing? Yes. It's so amazing. But you've got to overcome thoughts. All thoughts, all lie, all the time about anything. And nobody can, if you're mad in your own world, it's nobody else's fault. It's not your fault. It's not my fault that you're getting irritated. <laughs> it's not my fault that I can tell you the truth about something. You get mad and don't ever come back again. That's your fault. That ain't my fault. If it wasn't in you, it wouldn't have bothered you. You are your own world. And then we deal with other people because we're all connected in one way or another, right? But you're in your own world. You're, isn't that amazing? So why not take control of your own world? Don't let your wife, your children, your cat. It's so crazy with human beings and their thrills. They about a dog. <laughs> They'll buy a dog and put clothes on a dog. <laughs> now you know you're crazy. And, and they've, everything. They're, at Halloween time, they got them dressed up like a monkey. <laughs> Just think about this. God already prepared the dog for the weather. <laughs> Just, right? If God had wanted the dog to have clothes, he would have made the dog so that as we do, we have to buy clothes. But the dog skin changes with the weather. But now in your thrill-seeking moments, you put clothes on the dog, and now that you weaken the dog coat, natural cover, so when the winter comes, he can't handle the weather. Because you weaken him just as you are weak. <laughs> Can you imagine buying clothes for a dog? And then you walk down the road, you expect everybody to be like looking at you and your little stupid dog. <laughs> and you go, ooh, that dog's so cute. I remember one day I was walking in the post office, some woman had the dog in there. And she was like, let the dog walk. And the dog ran over to her. I said, get back. I don't want no dog on me. I just, I'm not into the dog thing. And I grew up with animals. I had dogs, but they were outside. I had one dog named Tony, but Tony <laughs> stayed outside. And I do remember, though, when, when they would open the door in the morning time, Tony would run in, you know, to play with us. But Tony lived outside. He used the toilet outside. He kept himself warm outside. He fed himself outside. God made that possible for Tony. <laughs> you don't have to buy dog food. They got y'all buying dog food, expensive dog food. They got y'all taking a dog to a doctor. Who ever heard of a... They ain't the 
Who ever heard of a dog doctor? The grass is created to heal the dog. When the dog gets sick, he'll eat the grass, he'll throw it up, whatever it is. We never took the dog to the doctor. But because you are thrill seekers, the people are using you. They're making money off you. And they tell you how precious the dog is, and they run ads, and they make the dog look so innocent in your thrill-seeking eyes. And they tell you, buy the dog a dog house, buy the dog food, buy the dog clothes, do travel with the dog, call the dog a comfort dog. And you do it, and you get a thrill from it, because now you think the dog loves you, and the dog don't love you. The dog will leave with somebody else if they show him a piece of food. <laughs> The dog don't love you, and he'll walk away from you just like human beings walk away from each other when they get angry. Because human beings don't love them. Thrill seekers don't love one another. It's the one that's not seeking the thrill that love one another. Because we don't want anything from each other. Nothing. If you want to be friends, nice, let's be friends. But let's don't call it friends. Let's just hang out. Let's just do our thing. The moment you, as the young lady was saying, the moment you put a title on it, it's ownership. It's ownership. You call yourself a Christian, and the moment you call yourself a Christian, now you hate the Jews, you hate the Muslims, you hate the, you hate all the, the Allah, Abba, and everybody. Because you just put a title on it, and it's ownership, and yours is better in your own mind. Can't you just have a life without title and everything and just be free? That's the way God created us to do it. He didn't create us to live in this fallen state. Had he wanted us in this fallen state of thrill-seeking, he would have left us there. He wouldn't have sent the sun, and the sun made it so we could get out of it. You just, that's what they did in the Old Testament. They were suffering because they were, all th- they were in hell, thrill-seekers. Amazing, huh? Yeah. So listen, I saw some hands. Yes, sir. So uh, we'll have several things, but recently, right now, <laughs> So putting a title on America as a Christian nation, is that the reason why this country is in so much trouble around the world, so many enemies around the world, especially in the Middle East? No, the reason for it is that they are blind and they love to call themselves patriots and stuff like that. Instead, yeah, call them that because they identify with it. But America was created by Christian men and women, but you're not men, not women. Sorry, ladies. We won't go there today, but uh, but uh, it is a God-given country, right? But you don't identify with the country. It's like the uh, and then I saw Sean hand too. I just remember. Um, speaking of the economy, we all know the economy is bad, right? We know the prices thing going up, gas prices through the roof. Economy is bad, and the very same people who made the economy bad, and everybody else that are helping them, now they're coming back and telling you the economy is good. Because they know you're scared, they know you know it's bad, but they're coming back to you to tell you that it's good so you can feel better and vote for them. They don't care about you. They just want your vote. So they'll tell you that it's good. They'll tell you, crime is not that bad. (laughs) Crime is only bad because of white supremacy. And they'll get you feeling good about that. 
and now they got your vote. They tell the young people, you know what? We're going to legalize pot all over the country. Everybody and mama can have pot. Don't worry about going to jail. And the ones who made that announcement get the vote. It's not that they care about you at all. In the same way that you don't care about anybody either. It's just thrill, ego thrills. When you stop having the thrills, then you would love one another. God's love is not about thrill. He has a, his love is dispassionate. It's real. And it's not based on what he get from us or what we get from him. It's just love. And that's how you're going to live. But you got to overcome the thoughts. you got to overcome the mind. All thoughts are all lies. If your parents are mean to you even now and you react to it, it's not their fault anymore that you're a grown person reacting to them. Because this is your world, and if you don't take care of your own world, nobody else will. You got to rebuke the devil. You got to get tough and get him out of your world. So you can live in your free world, and, and you're going to totally enjoy life. You'll go to the gym or to a basketball game. You'll have a different fun from it. But you won't feel it. It won't be, you won't get mad if you lose, if they lose the game or whatever, right? But you would have enjoyed it. If you compete in competitions anyway, you compete without competing. You do it just for the fun of it, just because that's what you want to do. And if you win or lose, you're neither won nor lost. You have fun. It's a perfect way to live, but you got to overcome thoughts. you got to watch those thoughts. Well, they'll take you here, they'll take you there, but you want to stay perfect. And thoughts are about time. It's about what has happened, what's going to happen. God is about now, what is happening, the real deal. And that's what life is. you got to keep your mind right here, right now, at all times. And eventually it's going to kick in, and it's going to be amazing. It's only hard because you've identified with everything else but the present, but God. And I didn't know that most people, they are afraid of evil. You all are afraid of evil more than you're willing to accept. Because if you wasn't afraid of evil, there would be no reaction to it. You wouldn't get evil any attention at all. You wouldn't get evil any attention inside of you or outside of you, inside of others. Christ did not give evil any attention at all. He just kept doing the same. Like, how do you do that? Like, um, how do you do that? She asked how you do that. When the thoughts come, let them pass. Give them no room. Don't say, oh, poor me. Don't, don't say, oh, I'm afraid. Don't try to repair it with another thought. Don't try to repair it or make it feel better by doing something. Make it a phone call. Give it no attention. And when people come after you, give them no attention. And they'll go away. And they'll go and they'll form a group and they'll start fighting each other. But they, it has to be getting attention. That's why when a man is mean to his wife and she stops talking to him, he feels stupid. He feels empty. He feels lost. So what does he do? He go out and buy her some flowers because he needs her to talk to him because he's having conflict. He knew he knew what he had done was wrong, but he's having conflict. So he needs that woman to talk to him or do something with him. He'll buy her flowers. And if that doesn't work, he's like, oh, come on, baby. Here's some flowers. You want some flowers? 
No, I don't want no flowers. Let's go to dinner. He needs something from you because his ego is out of control. It's out of control. That's why, ladies, don't fall for it. Don't fall for the dinner. Don't fall for anything. So to answer your question, when they come, pay them no attention. Give no attention to evil. It's enough to just see it by the light and let it pass. Just see it by the light and let it pass. Give it no life. That makes sense? Yes. Give it no life. This is so amazing, huh? Yes. You could be free right now, but you got to stop loving the thrill of all it. Stop loving the thrills. The thrills are evil. So let me take Sean and then I'll come to you, buddy. Okay, Sean. I'd say too about the thoughts is to not like uh, rush them away, not try to force them away. Right. Like, let them pass, like you can't force them to go. That's right. But to just watch them until they, until they go. But I was going to say... Um, let me just add, don't forget that thought. Because when you fight with them, you think you're, you can beat the devil. Because the thoughts are evil, right? So if you fight with them by, oh, getting mad or being afraid, or, and you're going to feel the fear for a while, let it pass. Don't just let it pass. Just watch it. The light of God, that's where you can see it because the light is, is allowing you to see it. It's not you seeing it on your own. Most people don't see the thoughts. They just live in them. But you are fortunate in that you're starting to see them by the light. But most people just live in them. They can't see them. So don't fight with it. It's wicked, evil spirits. They're wicked, evil spirits. And there are nothing you can do. All right? But just let it pass. Go ahead. I was going to say, too, there's also like the, um, the thrill of worrying about other people. Yeah. So many people like get a sense of like drama about worrying about someone else's life. Like parents who just worry about their kids. Like, what are they doing next? What are they not doing? It's like they're watching a TV show or a movie. Yep. You know? Or like the friends who worry about other friends' lives. Like, is he doing okay? How's he doing now? That's all they talk about. And then also the people who get a dog. Like the people who get a dog just to worry about them. Yeah, they love worrying. That's deep. Some of the greatest thrill seekers are the ones that worry about everybody else. Call mama every day. I worry about you. Mama's seeking thrill. That she like, call me every day. I need a thrill. And if you don't call mama, you miss one day calling mama. She's going to call you. She's going to call Mary Sue. She's going to call Sue Lee. She's going to call Aunt Mary. Everybody, where is that child? And Mama loving the thrill of having to call, having to call around because everybody think now she love you. And she loved thinking that people think she love you. Tension and drama. <laughs> It's there. Amen. They already, he said they already had a, that thrill. They're just applying it to you. 100%. It's in their world. You have to decide if you're going to run your own world or you're going to let the world run your world. You shouldn't let your husband, your wife, your kids or anyone into your world. And the way you, not, do not let, you don't let them in by not resenting them. By seeing what's going on with you and stop being a, a thrill seeker. And you're going to be able to deal with each other perfectly. You really, really will. Yes, sir. Uh, I just had a 
identify. Yes. And it does help. And uh, but with, if you're like a if you're a Christian, are you practicing Christianity, or are you just trying to get closer to God? Because I don't want to identify as Christian because I don't know yet. Right. But I, Good. I know that I know. You know, I just don't want to go tell people, "Hey, I'm Christian." And, and I think I've, I've done that past like even a week ago, and I noticed how it made me feel like my ego, like I'm all good and all that. And I'm like, absolutely. I just keep it to myself now, and I just you know I try not to push things on other people. No. But with, is that what you would agree, though? Like, a Christian that really just tried to identify as one, is that? Every Christian, <laughs> I want you to hear what he said first, and then I respond. When he tell people he's a Christian, he get a thrill from it. And so the thrill is just a thrill. It's just a word and a thrill, and it doesn't make you a Christian. Not at all. As a matter of fact, the ones that go around saying, I'm Christian, you better run. Because <laughs> they're looking for a thrill. Yeah. And if you doubt me, say to them, no, you're not. Look at your evil self. You're so evil. <laughs> they ready to fight you. <laughs> they went from being a good thrill-seeking Christian to now a thrill fighter. Because you didn't agree with them. And so what I would recommend is that let all the identity go and just become... Um, Life, become the living word, become a, a, an example of it. And then when you need to say it, you will be able to say it because we got to use language, right? we got to communicate. You will say it with a different meaning. There will be no thrill with it. Because when I say it now, I don't feel anything about it. I just say it because I'm trying to communicate. You know what I'm saying? But I don't identify, I, I get no thrill either way from it. But I remember when I first became a Christian years ago, I would tell you I was a Christian, I felt like Jesus. <laughs> but you will be, because you've got to communicate, but you've got to communicate consciously. You've got to be conscious of what you're doing. And so that way there is no thrill in that. It's just another way of communicating. That makes sense? Yeah, thank you. Yeah. yeah Are you doing the silent prayer every morning, every night? Like, I've been trying to keep time of it, but it's been like five minutes. See, I, don't, I know you say I'll get longer, but that's normal. <laughs> like, why only five minutes? I don't know why. Just when I wake, when I get out of it, I get out of it. I think I just it's, it's hard for me because it's really like I, I'm practicing trying to be present. I notice I get a lot of thoughts, and, and especially in the morning when I wake up, yeah, I, I just it's hard to just keep my eyes closed. It's like kind of like oh, like I'm lifting weights. Like it's weird. Yeah. Um, but it's, I'm, I'm just there was a couple of times where I didn't do it in the morning. At first, I only did it at night, and then now I'm doing it every every morning, and it's, yeah, I'm just practicing it. Yeah. What's what's hard about it? It's uh, just staying in the moment, and just staying in the moment, and all those thoughts. It's it's just like a lot of voices. It's kind of because I guess it's scary, <laughs> you know. But I'm just trying to get overcome that fear. Yeah. Because I used to be very fearful, and um, I'm just trying to grow up. You know? And what are you afraid of? The future? When you're doing the silent prayer, you get this fear. What are you afraid of? Huh. Um, just, I think about things that I have to do. Like, just I'm afraid of the future. I'm always in the past. or the I'm never in the present. That's what I'm realizing. Oh, okay. Here's what I recommend. You start doing it longer. 
and I don't want to put a time on it, but longer, sit there and shake. Go through the hell so you can get to heaven. Sit there and shake through it because it's not you, it's the devil, the spirit of evil in your mind and emotion. It doesn't want to depart from you. And by sitting still and just watching it and shaking in your boots and being afraid, it is dying. And even if I'm getting like all these thoughts, I even find myself in my imagination like just thinking of things, but I'm still like, you know, praying. Um, that's perfect. That's going through it, right? Absolutely. That's the hardest part. And I'll snap out of it thinking that I got something from it. And I'm like, aha, but it's, that's nothing. Like, I learned some things about myself, but I feel if I stay there longer, I'd probably learn more. But if you think that you got it, you don't have it. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And that's still the devil telling you, you know, if you got it, relax. I, I barely found you like two weeks ago, so. Oh, okay. Like I, yeah, you, well, you're doing fine. <laughs> but sit there and go through it, however long. And, and, and just shaking your boot because you're seeing the devil. You're looking right into hell. And it's not you at all. And you're blessed that you can see hell. So go through the hell so you can cross over the wall and you will be free. And just know it's just thought. That's what we were talking about. You overcome evil by overcoming those thoughts. No matter what they are. And when the devil tell you, oh, you're doing fine. Or you don't have any thoughts today. That's the devil. That's not God. Let that pass too. Because you believe that. And the moment you feel good about that, when he tell you you're not having any thought, you're going to have a thought and now you wonder what happened. That's his voice lying to you. God is revealing to you. He's not talking to you in your head. So go through it, man. Stay with it. Stay with it. Stay with it. It's not you. And it's good that you acknowledge, oh, I feel fear. In my body, but it's not you. It's not me. It's just this fear come from this. It's all in the imagination. The hell is in the thoughts. And I love what Sean said about don't find some other thrill thing like a dog or anything, really. Don't look for some girl or, or guy or anyone that you can lean on. Yeah, I know this, but I have a friend that would, uh, he's thought about getting a dog and he can't even take care of himself. And I told him that. That's right. He got mad, huh? Yeah. 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 And the reason he got mad because he knew the truth and he knew you were telling him the truth. That's why he got mad. That's why angry people get mad because they know you're telling them the truth. If you didn't know it was the truth, what was there to be mad about? You get mad because you know it's the truth. If it wasn't the truth, it wouldn't bother you. and, you know, people imposing their anger upon you, you feel like you're doing something wrong, so you're just going about your life trying to protect yourself from that by making up excuses in your head yeah. or laying down, being a victim or uh, being afraid to hear the truth Yeah. because you feel like you're doing something <coughs> wrong. Well, I want you to welcome the, that from now on. When that feeling comes where you feel attacked or you feel that you're doing wrong, it's all brainwashing. We've been brainwashed all our lives, right? To feel and think and act a certain way. To identify with this and identify with that and be that, right? Be glad for, the, for that and let those thrills pass so you can get past it. That, 
they are attacking you in your world. So clean out your world by overcoming evil, by not getting mad at them for doing that, but let it happen. Just shake your boot. It's like facing your mama for the first time. Once you face her, you shake. But the last time, you have to shake with mama. Likewise, when you face the world, you shake. When you face those thoughts, you shake. But it'll be the last time you have to shake. You're going through hell. And it's not you, but it's the devil that departed from you and it feels like you. Because you are here, the real you, you're doing just fine up here. But in that unconscious state, you're down here thinking that it's you. But as you go through the hell, it disappeared and now there's just you. It's just you, it's just love. It's just a living being. And that living being is all love. In that love, there's no fear, no doubt, no wanting things, no needing things, no, no, no sadness, no carrying on. It's just life. He created us to have life. And we can have it right now. We come out of the thoughts. Yes, sir. I, you know, I go, I've, I've done a lot of changing lately. And I tell people, ask me, they ask, what, what's your seat? You know, what, what have you done? I said, man, I don't have any anger. I only have peace and I have love, like what you're saying. Yeah. And all these people, they're like, oh, you're full of it. They don't believe me. Right. And, and, and I'm just like, what you're saying, they, they, people like that. They're like, oh, that's too simple. Well, it's the truth. And they don't want to hear it. They love. You're going to see, it's going to stun you how wicked people are and how much they love their wickedness. They love it. Your own family members, yep. your own so-called friends, your co-workers and bosses and the, the flight attendant, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the preacher. They love the hell. They love it. They don't want you to tell them they can be free. Like, no, uh-uh. I don't want to hear that. You're right. They don't want to believe because they love the hell that they're in. So let them live it. I'm sorry? I lived anger my whole life. Yeah. I just let go of it. And it, it doesn't happen over it gradually. And it just gets better and better. And better. Stay with it. You, and I was like, <clears throat> he's got the, it's nice to hear somebody say exactly what I've been Learning naturally. Absolutely. Because it is natural to learn naturally. Absolutely, absolutely. The truth is in all of us. It's already there. And if you want it, it will appear. If you don't want it, it won't. God will just sit up there. I guess he's sitting. <laughs> he and his son will have a cafe mocha. The other day I had some uh, uh, egg with bacon in it. And it called egg and bacon, bacon bites. It was, and I had a cup of coffee with it. I had cafe mocha. I'm like, this must be what Jesus and God feel. <laughs> and I had just worked out, so it was so good. I'm like, I know how you feel, buddy. <laughs> but you're right, man. Just know, don't get mad at them. Well, you won't be able to get mad if you understand yourself, right? They don't want it. They love evil. And so when they want to leave you, when they want to attack you, they don't want to play no more, be glad that evil is gone. Don't, don't, like, don't feel bad about it. You're blessed that they walked away. You really are. If your kids walk away, as adults, they want to walk away because they're mad at you, they're mad at you be glad. I'm glad they're gone. 
Because they are evil, they will destroy you. Wish them well. Don't be angry. Wish them well. But don't, don't like, oh, come on, kids. Come on back. I'll, I'll buy you a house. You can do what you want. Yeah, you pull them in, you're pulling hell back into you. Just like you do when you go back into thoughts. When you go back into thought, you're going back into hell. So for a while, you're going to be in and out. Practice, just come out. See that you are, and you're out. See that you are, you're out. Eventually, it'll be gone. All right. So I saw some hands. I saw here first and then here and then here and then there. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, going back to the animal topic, uh, there are people who literally they would rather raise animals than children. Yeah. There are couples. I mean, I've known of couples that they'd rather have dogs, a bunch of dogs and animals instead of having children. I think those people are the worst. I mean, they're worse than the people who have kids and then they, they want to have dogs too. Or like, they're not, those people know it worse than the, than the person, that, a child molester. It's the same spirit. So you can't put them in a category as worse. Evil is evil is evil. Thrills are evil. Thrills are thrills are thrills. And the devil make people do all kinds of weird things. It's still evil. So you can't compare evil like that. Evil is evil. But evil wants you to compare it. Well, my evil is not as bad as their evil. Mm -hmm. That's the truth. Uh, <laughs> it wants you to diminish the, the wickedness of it by making you compare. And then you feel like, oh, well, oh, not so bad. The people who attack you, they're evil, but they think their evil is a little better because they have compared their evil to your evil. So they think their evil is a little better and they're going to attack you. They need more thrill. Yes, sir. Because uh, animals were put by God to work for us. But yeah. now these people, they're working for the dogs. Yeah. You know, I mean, or in the cats, you know, the cats are meant to get the, rat, the rats and, but, you know, now you got these That's another point. You know, that's another point. That's right. Speaking of rats, do you know when I was growing up in Alabama and we had like a wood house with tin roof and it was a, it had a living room and a bedroom and a kitchen. That's it, right? And we never had rats in our house. And rats could have come in from any hole because there were so many rat holes, right? But because the cat ate the rat, they never came in. The cat was outside, but we did have a cat hole in the door so the cat can come in. The cat ate the rats. I've never seen any rats in our home growing up. Now I see them all the time. Because we're the cats. <laughs> the cats are fat and sassy and wearing clothes. And the last thing they want to eat now is a rat. They want some food from the table. See how you're destroying the animals? The animal has a reason to be here yeah. for us. Yeah. Me, the rat, the cat, huh? They're scared of the rat. I've seen a cat get <laughs> Yeah, they're scared of them now. A good meal for a cat is a rat. A fresh rat from under the house. But you want thrill, so now you weaken the cat. To make you feel good. Human nature is wicked, huh? Stop the thrill. Come out of the imagination. Stay present. Everything is here. 
and now, is always here, is always now, is never in the past, in the past or the future. It's always here. Satan, wickedness is in the past and the future. It set you up. Enjoy your life right now. Be grateful right now. Don't compare because whatever you have, be grateful for that. Don't look over at the next person and wish that that's what you have. Now you got to work harder. Now I got to try to get this. You get it, you're still not happy. Anyway, yes, sir. Two questions. So I have, I have dogs. I can't like dogs, but my dogs do hunt. So you say you can't like? I like dogs and things like that, but I'm not, they ain't no, I'm not a thrill seeker with a dog. Right. You have the right relationship with everybody and everything. As long as you're not getting a thrill. I use that word. As long as you're not getting a thrill from the dog. And so you're walking the dog down the road and somebody goes, oh, that dog is just so pretty. You're like, oh, yes. <laughs> Let me tell you about the politics thing. You want someone to represent you in a physical way. You know, make jobs available, to repair the roads. It's like hiring an employee to work for you. That's all a politi uh, politics is for us. We hire them to work the roads, fix the roads, put the people in jail, and, and stuff like that, right? But that's it. You don't get any other kind of identity from a, po a, a political person. It's just another person that's seeking thrill. Yep. And once they get those jobs and they get money, they get free health care and all that, that thrill is on. And they'll use you because they know you. Are, I don't identify with any politics. I want one that will work for me. Whatever they're doing in their private life, I don't care about that. I don't care if they go home and get drunk every night. If they're a slut maker <laughs> or a slut in these days, I don't care. Because that's between you, your God, and whether you love your hell or not. I just want to hire you to come, go over there, wherever they are, make the roads better, make sure the things are done physically in a way so we can live in this world in a physical way. We want to drive a road that there are not so many bumps in it. You know what I mean? So I'm going to hire you to fix the road. When you go and hire someone to repair the road, repair your house. You don't ask them, okay, I'm looking for a painter. And you go and you get three or four estimation, right? You don't ask the painter, when the last time you were a slut maker? When the last time you smoked pot? Did you cheat on your wife? You don't ask them their business. You want to make sure they go to how much it costs. Are you going to do this? How long will it take? And we get it done at a certain time. You just care about the physical thing in that person's life. Whatever they're going through is on them, just as it is with you. But don't let these people tell you, oh, you got to be all into these politicians or personal life. You got your own house to keep. Amazing, huh? Yes, Sean. Wow. Well, Because that thrill, once they lose, they got to get it back. And part of that whole vicious cycle is that they have to bet enough yeah. to get the thrill, but they're also risking enough where they'll end up with zero you know, at the end of the night. Yeah, and the moment they get it, let's say they win a million. 
Satan tell them, you know what? You got a million dollars. Play half of that back and get another million. And the thrill is on. You're absolutely right, man. The thrill is on. This makes sense about the thrills. Yes. Do y'all see the thrill in your life that you always seeking? Oh, good. Yes, ma'am. Yes. More, so that was a good Absolutely. Because you're in a cave and you're going around in this cave and Satan is telling you this and that. He can be one. You need more. You need this thrill. That one didn't work. You need them to try this. And you try it and it doesn't work. There are people who get married more than once because they think the next one is better. <laughs> and it's the same. But Satan tells them that it's better. And they believe it. The answers are not in the thoughts. The answers are in the not thinking. You want to become a non-thinker. No more thinking. You want an empty glass. Except for practical thoughts. You write music, you go, whatever you do, right? And you need that to function in a physical way on the earth. But you want to become a non-thinker. The world has made us become thinkers. You got to be this, you got to be that, you got to be this, you got you to have that, you got to have this. These women are buying big butts. <laughs> <laughs> Who convinced them of that? I heard that some, I asked some woman at the gym, she said, Kim Kardashian made the women buy big butts. And they look just as stupid with those big butts. <laughs> they really look dumb because you could tell that's a bought butt. That's not real. God didn't make that, didn't make that one. <laughs> and then they walk by all sticking out behind. And when they get past you, they look around and see if you're looking. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Ladies, stop it. You have a natural body given to you by God. Don't compare it to anyone else. Take care of your own body and live your own body life. And don't compare. If you don't compare, then there would be nothing to worry about. If you don't think, wow, she look beautiful, I don't. The moment you do that, you're setting yourself up. And that's from the devil too. Appreciate yourself. Appreciate it. They are making money off y'all. And then... 10 years from now, 20 years, you got cancer. <laughs> the, the butt blew open. You know how you used to make those false breast things? And all the women were find, buying the breast thing, and then they started to salt, or whatever they put in there, start to come out. Now the women got breast cancer. Silicone. Yeah, whatever they call it. They bought them because someone said, buy them, you look better. You look fine as you are. You really, really do. To look natural is to look fine. And don't even do it because somebody like it. You do it because that's the way it is. That's from God. Don't do it just to make a man like you or not like you. If the man don't like you because he see you and he like you, then let him go. You don't want that. That's not real love. Amazing, huh? Amazing. So I saw some poor hair, then I come to you. Did you finish her? Expect anything 
Oh, yeah. You know, to not say, five minutes I'm going to feel this way, or in 30 minutes I'm going to feel this way. And to also um, not, yeah, just to not have any, any expectations in any way. Because Satan has set you up by giving you an expectation about the prayer. Have no expectation about the prayer. Just do it and watch. Do it and watch. Because if you don't have an expectation, then there's nothing to be disappointed by when you don't get what he said you could get. Just do it. Cut out the expectation and just live life, period. Expect nothing from no, no one. And just live your life. And it'll all work out just fine. All right? Um, yes, Raymond. Jesse, are you familiar with this saying that the price of freedom is eternal vigilance? No, but it sounds good. <laughs> it really does sound good. I must take, I always believe I have to take, vigil, uh, be aware, be vigilant of how I react to, li uh, to life and to pressure. In other words, be aware of my own, uh, own desire to have thrills. All you have to do is be aware of thoughts, let them go, then the thrill will disappear too. When you see this, oh, yeah. I'm in my head. I see this, I see that. But don't call, don't judge it or anything. The real you are not seeking thrills. It's the fake you that are seeking the thrills. This ego trip thing is really not you. That makes sense? Yes. It's not you. And God knows it's not you. Christ knew it wasn't you. He knew it was the devil. That's why he got you back from the devil. And the devil is weak. The devil has no power. The devil is a coward. That's why the devil used thrills to attack and groups to attack and all that. He can't stand alone. He cannot stand alone. So have no expectation from the prayer. Just do it and watch. Become a living being and watch. So look, we're running out of time here, so I got to ask the young lady right here. What do you think about the thrill thing? Is this your first time here? It is? Oh, welcome. What, speak up for me. Do you, have, you notice you seek thrills? Yeah. And what do you think about it now that you've heard this? I think I can do better. Did you think it was okay before today not to seek thrills? That thrills are evil? I didn't look at the thrills before, but I, now, I see it now. Oh, you can see it, huh? You're on your way. <laughs> when you can see it, that's the beginning of overcoming it. How did you find us? My friend. Your friend? Oh, okay. Nice. Is this your first time, friend? First time here, yes. Really? And what do you think about the thrill conversation? I, it, 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 it's like I said, and I naturally knew all this. I just, it's nice to hear somebody else talk about this. Yeah. It means, I don't know if it gives me the confidence that I'm on the right, but I was like, I knew there's more to this. Yeah. And Because you can figure it out naturally. If you, you can, if you look, you can know. Yeah. Absolutely, man. I, uh... I, uh, that's why I love good fellowship instead of that Hoover the Holly encounter mess. That mess that they be doing, all thrill seeking. Praise the Lord! Thrill seeking. Bless my mama, my daddy. Thrill seeking, because you feel good about praying for mama. Ain't that something? And ain't, God ain't paying, is not paying attention to it. You're just feeling good about it. You feel holy. The devil feeling holy. Um, the young man in the black. Yes, sir. What do you think about the thrill talk we just had? Uh, I find it interesting. I like what you said about thoughts. 
kind of stems from emotion, like yes, sir. every atrocity committed by humans throughout mankind has stemmed from some emotion that you yourself have. Yes, and that's deep. Yes. That's really, really deep, man. And the best grasp that you can get over emotions is through thoughts, because like if you change your thoughts, you can change the emotions behind them. Yeah. Get rid of the thoughts, emotions are gone. There will be no more wars. We will have peace on earth. There will not be worldwide war. There wouldn't be war between one another because you overcome the thoughts and emotions. The only way you're doing it because the reunited government won a war because of this, the thrill. It's the thrill. It's the thrill. They don't care about us. It's the thrill. All for the thrill of it. All for the thrill of it. Thrill of it. <laughs> yes, sir. Did you have yet? No. Frankie. Yeah. They were praying to get the glory and get the thrill. Yeah. Exactly. It's all about the thrill. And thrills are evil. They really are. You can enjoy life without the thrill of it. You really, really can. And that way when the fun is gone, you can go home and relax. You really can. Stay out of the thoughts. The thoughts stay present. Stay out of time. Stay out of the past. Stay out of the future. It doesn't exist. It's just another thrill from a false idea. The young man in the green way back. What do you think about the thrill? You, you know that you like thrills? I used to like uh, thrills a lot, and then I just let them go. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> and so are you... Go ahead. Because when, when, you, when you feel about something, and you, you start expecting and then when they don't go exactly when you plan them, yep. you feel either upset or too happy about it, and it just sucks. And if you let it go, then, then it starts to be, then you start to enjoy it. Absolutely, man. Nice. Are you doing the silent prayer? Um, I don't really do the silent prayer. You don't do it? Good. That's good. Well, uh, do what you want, but I recommend you get serious about it and, and start doing it every morning. God said, get up and have early in the morning, right? Because it's so quiet. It's so nice. What do you mean with, uh, with, the, with, the, with the, your, your 15 minutes? If, if, yeah, I recommend that. But if you could do it without that and you just watch those thoughts, it's the same thing. I'm sorry? Nice. Right on. And watching those thoughts. Good, man. Any questions about anything? Nice. <laughs> is this your first time? Is this your first time here? Oh, how did you hear about us? Um, I'm, I've been following you for quite a long Oh, okay. Right on, man. Is this your first time? The young lady in the pink. Yes, also my first time. Really? Welcome. Any questions? No, I don't. 
Are you a thrill seeker? I guess I am. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that before today? Yes. You, you knew you were a thrill seeker before today? Yeah. And you like being a thrill seeker? No. <laughs> I don't like it. I know it's not good, but sometimes I can't help myself. Right. You're right. You can't help it. But what I want you to know is not you. It's the imagination. It's evil. And it made a home in your thoughts and emotion. And it making you do it because you believe it. You think it's you. All right. So. Start doing the silent prayer or stay with it or do it so you can see that. Any questions about anything? Nice. Uh, the young lady in the black. Any question? Um, yeah. So, with my generation. How, how old are you if you can? 20, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speak up a little bit for How me. How do you go through life knowing that your younger generation is so like hooked up on identity? Like that's what like I feel like my generation like is, like makes himself like so full on is this yeah. identity. Yeah. I feel like every time like I try to um, like be friends with someone like my age, it's kind of hard because like I feel like I tr truly never know like who someone is like who they are. Like, right. So she's 20 and she want to know my generation totally into identity. And she get with these people and they just about this identity thing. How do you deal with them with that? Or just how do you like coexist with it? Because you know, everyone I feel like is always on eggshells with how they talk about people or how right. they Give them the finger <laughs> and, and, and live your life. No. No. What I mean by give them the finger, don't judge them. You live your life and you become the living example. Let them have their little identities and act a certain way. And when you're around them, just know they cannot help it. They're in there. They're angry. They're in their imagination. And they've been told by the world that this is real and you should act this way. Just know they cannot see, but you live your life. You be a living example and don't try to impose it on them. Don't try to prove anything to them. You just go through life living that free life and you're going to come into some of them, contact with some of them and they're going to want to know. I noticed that you seem to be different. You're not like afraid or you're not angry or you're not this or that. How did you overcome that? How do you deal with that? And you'll be able to point it back to the source. They will find the light. They will see it in you. But hang out with them if you want, but don't judge them. And don't, and don't try to speak up just to show that you're tough or anything like that. But when asked a question, you just be honest. If they get mad, don't get mad back. They cannot see. You'll become the light in, a, in that generation. And the light will lead them. And don't feel sorry for them or anything. Because they love their hell. And they may one day want to wake up and you'll be able to point them to the source that will wake them up. Just be a living example. Quietly be a living example. Enjoy your life when you're around them. Y'all having fun, whatever they're doing. Have fun, but don't you get a sense of identity from it.
you're just enjoying it, and when you're done with that game, whatever, you're done with it. Go home and do yourself, and that's it. That's the perfect way of dealing with it. Don't, don't feel sorry for them. Don't be mad at them. They cannot see. That make sense? Because you got to live in the world. You created to live in the world, right? But you got to do it in a wise and a practical way. And you're not going to be able to change anyone. We can't even change ourselves, but we can live amongst them and not judge them. They cannot see. That makes sense? And then let's say they are for abortion. And I don't want to get into the discussion of abortion, but, but you're not for abortion. If they ask you, are you for abortion? No, I'm not for it. And they want to argue, oh, abortion is a woman, right. Oh, okay, fine. I'm just not for it. Don't argue with the devil. Don't argue with the devil in your mind or outside of you. And they're going to get angry because they can't argue with you, so they can't get a thrill, right, by making you mad. They're going to come after you like night going north. Don't argue. You say, okay, I understand it. You are conservative right wing. Yeah, I might be, but I don't for abortion. Don't try to prove anything. You cannot prove anything to the devil. So don't try it. That make sense? And you'll be fine. In your world, you'll be fine. That make sense? That helps? Nice. Good. Well, how about you? Any questions about your thrills? Yes. I can tell you're a thrill seeker. Nice. I think I've been like subconsciously aware of my thrill seeking. Yeah. Um, I guess I never really sat down and thought about it specifically that way. Yeah. Um, hearing you outline all these things, like things are very clear to me. I can see thrills in my own life. You talked about, uh, you know, your family worrying about you and calling you all the time, and my mom does that just happened. She went, she thought I was not here anymore because I didn't talk to her for like a week or something. <laughs> she didn't really think that. She needed a thrill. No, it was a thrill. She didn't yeah. truly believe it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She kept texting me and then she's like calling her sister and then, you know, I see yeah. my aunt call me. I'm just like, hey, what's up? And then she's like, you need to call your mom. Hey. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. I text her and I'm just like, hey, mom, I'm fine. You know? Um, but yeah, so I, I feel like I'm able to see a lot more of this thrill seeking in yeah. my life and the people around me, family, and whatnot. Right on, man. Stay with that. It gets lighter and lighter and brighter and brighter, and you will be free. So watch it inside of yourself. And you see it outside of you, inside of others. Don't judge them. It's the same thing that's going on with you. The same thing happening with, it's happening with them. They cannot see. All right? And so when people gossip and do all that, just know they're thrill-seeking. They call it life when it's really death. They think a thrill is life. A thrill is death. It's not life at all. So stay with it, man. Nice. Yes, ma'am. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot. I forgot all about it. What the? Yes. Thank you. What is your state of mind? What is your... Huh? Three or seeker. 
Tear the spider. Um, what's your state of mind? So I pondered this, and the word that came to mind is awareness. Awareness. Mm -hmm. Nice. The reason I say that is, I'm going to make this super quick. I know we're running out of time yeah. because we started late. But um, my husband is super into these shows, like Snap and these detective shows, yada, yada, yada. I don't care for these shows at all. But I'll sit through them. Like years ago, I would sit through them with him, and I found myself judging these people for their yeah. actions. Fast forward to recently, he's watching this show where uh, the web, the camera on the police officers or whatever. And I'm watching these people who are behaving what I would have previously judged. And I saw myself in every one of these people. Yeah. It's the same. I mean, it's same amazing thing. how it's the same exact demon. And yeah. how you say, we're all just one hoop and holler away from Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so, like, it's I, so true. I think about the moments. <laughs> I feel like I, I think about the moments where I feel like God's hand was just like this on me, where it could have turned into a moment where that's right. I was being hauled off to jail. So that's, that's my nice. contrib contribution to that. Right on. What is your state of mind? Present mind. And what does that mean? Just uh, right now, I'm just hearing everybody and taking it in. Nice. And what do you think about uh, all for the thrill of it today discussion? It's interesting. It's interesting how you framed it. I mean, I've heard similar things framed it differently, but discussing thrills specifically was interesting. Right on. Amazing. Um, any, what's your state of mind? Um, I would say aware when I can see and not open, just blind when I can't. Yeah. And discussion today, was that helpful? Yes. And are you a thrill seeker? I am. And can you give me an example without being all personal? Um, I like to buy stuff. Yeah. And I realize that I go and and then I come home and kind of leave it in the bag. <laughs> and then I think about, oh, what am I going to buy next week? And sometimes I can catch those thoughts and I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> nice. Yeah, start catching them. The sooner you catch them, it's over. Catch them. Be serious. Don't play with the devil. Catch those thoughts. Do you ever get angry at your husband? No, not very often anymore. I kind of just, let, I always just, I'm not fighting that devil. And I just... <laughs> Right on. I, I don't. I just stay quiet, and sometimes like he'll tell me, call and complain about his work, and I'm just like, we don't have time. Isn't that something he calling you, complaining about his work? <laughs> Boy, talk about thrill seeking. Beta. Beta. What a beta! I saw a guy riding in the car yesterday. His the woman was driving. I looked over, and then I looked away. <laughs> then I looked over again. And I said, Beta! <laughs> <laughs> my mama comes to my house, she gets in the passenger seat in her car, she lets me drive. Right on. Mama, mama, mama. You say that, that makes me laugh. You know, God, don't sit in the woman's seat. If she's in the car, you drive. <laughs> All right? Um, uh, uh, and then we got to start. We have Hassan come here for a minute. 
Uh, the thrill seeker. Are you a thrill seeker? Um, I used to be. Can you give me an example? Yeah, I think for a long time, I think I was always looking for like external validation. Yeah. Um, and I used to literally think I was invincible. So I think that kind of collaboration with each other just like had me like always on the go. Yeah. Amazing. And just the uh, discussion today, did that help? Um, I think it was like just like continued confirmation, like as I had just like been more, like I know you said the state of mind, like I feel like mine has been like transformative yeah. over the last like few months. Um, and just like really observing like times where I feel like I am seeking a thrill. Right on. The mind is a thrill seeking mind. That's what it's all about. It's a false identity. Let it die. Let yourself be nothing. Her son, did you want to come in on the dog day? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but <laughs> <laughs> I have put my dog in the exact pumpkin See? suit that you speak of. <laughs> <laughs> and why did you do it? Really, I just did it to show you and troll you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. It's almost time, a couple more weeks. I still got the suit. So. <laughs> Have you guys been watching his show? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow, Hassan. I just realized wow means walking on water. Yeah, <laughs> walking on water. If you haven't watched it, watch it. On Wednesdays at 11 a.m. on the YouTube channel. It's crazy. <laughs> He interviewed his mother. He interviewed his father first. And then his mother, when he interviewed his mother, he found out he was a Jew. <laughs> and then the very next show, he wore a Jew outfit. Uh, a Hasidic Jew, too. So he's Jewish. He's white. He's Allahu Abba. He all messed up. No wonder you put a suit on the dog. Okay, so check out WOW on Wednesdays at 11 a.m., right? Yes, 11 a.m. YouTube. On uh, YouTube channel there. Thank you. All right. Um, okay, I got to wind this down. Are you a thrill seeker? Yes. Can you give me an example? Um, I want to knock. Well, not a private one. Not a, I don't want anything. Don't put your personal stuff out there. Just something simple. Are you able to do something simple? You're a people pleaser. Give me an example of a people pleaser. Um, I want to impress people. I want yeah. people to like me. Yeah. That's thrill seeking. If you're a people pleaser, you're a thrill seeker. Stay, are you doing the prayer and all that? Yeah. Stay with it and, and don't judge it. It's enough to see it and it'll disappear. And stay present. Stay present. All right? So don't judge it. Nice. Are you a thrill seeker? I would have said before that I wasn't, but after hearing this whole exchange, I would say yes, a thousand percent. And can you, can you give me an example? Um, I think because there's a lot of trauma in my past, I tend to try to be the hero that I always want to show up for me. Yeah. Um, and it's not hard to do in our culture being black. You're like, Oh, ain't nobody messing with me. So you always yeah. step into situations becoming the hero to people that don't speak up for themselves. 
and um, I'm just in this today realizing that I'm always trying to be the hero that I've always wanted, and there is some thrill-seeking in that. There's some, it's probably all thrill-seeking. It is, 100%. Yeah. Why, nice, that's a good example. Amazing. So listen, if you have anger, you're a thrill seeker. If you have fear, you're a thrill seeker. If you try to hurt yourself and others, you're a thrill seeker. If you worry, you're a thrill seeker. If you are uh, jealous and gossip and you feel like you got to be a part of a group, you're a thrill seeker. If you cannot stand alone, you're a thrill seeker. If you get mad at others because they get mad at you or whatever, you're a thrill seeker. There's so all that stuff is just thrill seeking. So don't lie to yourself from this day forward. Admit to yourself what it is so you can overcome it. Because I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, it's not you. It's this thing that made a home in your imagination that you've been feeding all your life, thinking that it was you, and you've given it life, which is death. And when others attack you, forgive them. They're th seeking a thrill. That's all they're doing. They're seeking a thrill. They need a reaction from you so they can feel alive, which is death. It's really not life. It's just a thrill. It's just like a thought. It's just a thought. It's just a thought. It's not true. So don't hate them. Don't be mad at them. They don't understand. They cannot see. All right? So if the whole world turn against you, wish them well. And you be glad that you see it because you're seeing evil. And don't try to make it, force it into your life. You let evil go. Do not pay attention to evil. Give it no attention. See it and let it pass. In yourself and outside yourself, inside of others. That makes sense? Yes. Yeah. Anyone disagree with any part of that? Is this what helpful? Very. Yeah. No. Was it helpful for you? In what way? Realizing a lot of things. Seeing that I do thrill seek a lot. Yeah. Over nonsense. <laughs> Absolutely. Can really you give me a quick example of a nonsense thrill seeking? Just buying things. Yeah. Wasting money on stupid things. Yes. That is. Meaningless. Look at your house. You got so much stuff in your house you don't need, don't even <laughs> want. Wonder why did I buy this? You were thrill seeking. Dogs, you want no. <laughs> Give them to her son. Well, if I take them, I'm going to keep them outside. They're outside. Oh, they're outside, dog. Yeah, nice. Oh, good. Because wow. the only time I want to see them, if I went in the backyard, hey, little doggy, and that's it. I don't want to go out there to feed them, to get them water or anything. They get their own. They were created to do it. But human beings in their fallen state, they make it impossible for the dog to get water. For the dog to get food, the dog relying on you like a child, and you're killing the dog, taking away its natural giving God talent to take care of itself. But you're taking away from your life as well. Absolutely. Taking away from your life, three are seeking. Mm -hmm. Isn't there a country saying that says, I'd rather have a suitcase full of my needs than a house full of junk or something like that? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All you need are your needs. That's it. And you'll be. Per let me just say this, you'll be amazingly happy with your needs. But the thing about God, he loves us. He's going to give us beyond our need. Yeah. He really, really will. And you'll be able to enjoy it. You'll be able to keep it or give it away. 
You'll be rich either way, it wouldn't matter. But he's going to overflow you with your needs. And they're going to happen naturally without you having to try to make them happen or worry or try to hoard everything, keep everything yourself. He's going to make it happen. He loves his children. He's love. He'll make it happen. If you need to be married, he'll make that happen. If you're not, he'll make that happen. You'll be fine. All right? Stop being in this war thinking the answer is, oh, I got to get married. I got to have children. I got to have this. I got to have that. It's a setup. It's, you don't need to be married. Being married ain't going to give you life. It give you more hell. <laughs> That's all you're going to get, hell. If you do it in, the wrong, in this cave. But if you do it outside the wall, it'll be fine. All right? Amazing. So listen, in closing, I hope this will help a little bit. So I want to encourage you to come into the present. Stay away from the, the yesterday and tomorrow. You want to be balanced. You want to be one. You want to be whole. You're not going to find it in the thoughts. You're not going to find it there. It's not there. You want to overcome thoughts. Don't look for the answers in the thoughts. The answers are not in the imagination. They are outside of the imagination, not inside of them. All right. So do the silent prayer. Watch. Um, and just watch and, and go about your practical day doing your thing, but not as a sense of identity. It's just something you do. You work and whatever. Right. And you'll be fine. Stop being a thrill seeker and stop assisting others in thrill seeking by overreacting to them or catering to them. You let them have their thrill, but don't be a part of it. Wish them well. All right. Sorry about the, not really sorry, but the technical problem. It happened, right? Uh, but we're going to replay it or something, right, Jay? Yeah, we'll, up, we'll upload it on audio. I don't, we might be able to fix the audio for the audio podcast. Oh, okay. So it will be up on uh, rebuildingtheman.com slash church. And, and uh, for your tithe and offering donation, go to rebuildingtheman.com, rebuildingtheman.com, or buy me a coffee for your super chats. Rebuildingtheman.com slash, slash what? That's just, just rebuildingtheman? Slash donate. Slash donate. And buy me a coffee. Dot com slash Jesse. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't do any thinking. I have people think for me. I appreciate that. Thank you all for that. And, and again, have a good week. And thank you all. That was amazing. Amazing. So what I want to do, let's take...